1: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Korva Coleman. Russia has launched its biggest air attack against Ukraine this year. As NPR's Hannah Palomarenko reports from Kiev, officials say at least 16 people were killed and 97 were wounded. In total, Russia launched about 160
0: drones and various types of missiles at Ukraine, most of which were destroyed, the Ukrainian Air Force said. We haven't seen so many targets simultaneously on our monitor for a long time, says Air Force spokesman Yuri Ignat. Emergency services continue to clear the rubble in several cities where civilian infrastructure has been damaged. Schools, hospitals, residential buildings and a shopping center. Ukraine's Foreign Minister Dmytro Kuleba says the international community's response to the massive attack should be continuing financial and military support for Ukraine.
1: Hanna Palomarenko, NPR News, Kyiv. Israel's offensive in Gaza continues with fresh airstrikes. The Israeli military continues to instruct Palestinian civilians to move to different locations to avoid these. But relief organizations warn there is no safe place in Gaza. Here's
2: NPR's Carrie Khan. The war is not slowing down. Israel says it is engaging in intense combat with Hamas militants in northern and central Gaza. It continues to issue evacuation orders from those areas. Eighty-five percent of the population in Gaza now has been displaced. That's about two million people. One Israeli-American hostage, a 70-year-old woman, died in Gaza, according to her family. Uh, President Biden sent condolences to her loved one.
1: NPR's Kerry Kahn reporting. Maine's Democratic Secretary of State has disqualified Donald Trump from the state's presidential primary ballot. She says his actions around January 6th amounted to insurrection under the U.S. Constitution. Lawyers for Trump's campaign say they will appeal this decision. The Justice Department says Texas's new law that makes illegal immigration a state crime is unconstitutional. In a letter obtained by the Houston Chronicle, the Justice Department tells Governor Greg Abbott that Texas cannot enforce the legislation. Texas Public Radio's Gage Davila has the latest.
3: The DOJ says it will pursue all legal avenues to stop Abbott from enforcing the law he signed 10 days ago. The state has until January 3rd to comply. The law allows any Texas law enforcement officer to arrest migrants suspected of entering the state illegally from Mexico. The legislation also gives judges power to order a migrant's removal. The law was fiercely criticized by migrant advocacy orgs, immigration judges, and elected officials across the state and in Washington. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 2012 that only the federal government could enforce immigration law after Arizona attempted to enact a similar legislation. For NPR News, I'm Gage Davila in McAllen, Texas.
1: On Wall Street, the Dow is down 23 points. You're listening to NPR News. The Pentagon says it is changing the way that the Defense Department investigates and prosecutes sexual assaults and other major crimes. Independent lawyers will now take charge of those decisions, rather than military officials in the chain of command. Most military service branches reported increases in the number of sexual assault and harassment cases last year. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley is responding to critics of her comments about the cause of the Civil War. She did not mention slavery when asked by a voter at a town hall meeting in New Hampshire on Wednesday. NPR's Ashley Lopez reports on what the former governor of South Carolina is now saying.
2: During a radio interview on a local New Hampshire radio station, Nikki Haley explained why she didn't mention slavery when she was asked about why the U.S. Civil War happened. Of course the Civil War was about slavery. We know that. That's, that's the easy part of it. What I was saying was, what does it mean to us today? What it means to us today is about freedom. That's what that was all about. As a woman of South Asian descent from the South, Haley has been trying to strike a different tone on issues of race, especially compared to the party's current frontrunner, Donald Trump. Her campaign has been on the rise for the last several months, and this recent controversy comes just weeks before the Iowa caucus on January 15th. Ashley Lopez, NPR News. The
1: Detroit Pistons have tied the NBA losing streak record. They've lost 28 games in a row. They lost last night to the Boston Celtics, 128-122. to Detroit's record is now 2-29. and This is NPR News.